0: WARNING! THIS PODCAST DOES NOT CONTAIN ACTUAL VIRGINS. DISCRETION IS ADVISED.
1: This is a very special episode because we are watching a movie that neither of us has seen before. Oh, 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 it's oh, Halloween oh. Extravaganza! Did we just start?
0: Oh, did we? <laughs> <laughs> That's how this begins. Oh, 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 oh. It's the witching hour.
1: It's the Halloween Extravaganza!
0: Welcome to the Ooh. movie Virgins! Neither of us are allowed to light candles for fear that our virginal <laughs>
1: <laughs> will bring about these witches. Virgin sounds like vagina. It makes us think of women. I don't know why I said that.
0: I don't know. It makes me think of sacrifice.
1: <laughs> I think we did just start. Okay. I think that's it. Cool. <laughs> Hello and welcome. You're Lindsay Schaefer. I'm Leah Bross, and this is a very special episode of (laughs) Ar Movie (laughs) (laughs) Legends. It is October. October. One. The beginning of the witching season. Spooky season. Halloween time. Halloweenies. Halloween time. (laughs) Halloween
0: town. Halloweenies makes me think of like Beanie weenies?
1: (laughs) Is Halloweenies a thing?
0: Oh, I don't know. Uh, You said it and I thought beanie weenies.
1: (laughs) Uh, When I say a hollow weenies, I think of like hollowed out peen. Gross. Why hollowed out? Hollow weenies. Oh, I thought you were just like. hollowed.
0: Preparing
1: them. That's penises in a graveyard, right? Well, no, yeah, I get that. Yeah, Yeah. okay. Hollow weenies. Right. Sure, 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 sure. sure, Hollow. It's like the hollow man.
0: For some reason I was thinking that. The hollow part of it was hollowing them out, like, to turn them into jack-o'-lanterns. <laughs>
1: nice. I saw something on Twitter today that was so cute. you make one that would wink at you? <laughs> Somebody's carving pumpkins for their cats, but instead of carving, like, a regular jack-o'-lantern, they carve into the pumpkin things that cats are scared of. Like, one of them has... It's like a vacuum. Like, mm. they carved a vacuum into their pumpkin. Mm. Scary. <laughs> scary <laughs> stuff. So scary. Um, okay, so... You selected the film, so do you want to introduce it? Sure! So, uh,
0: we knew for about a a year now, I think it was this time last year, that they released a trailer letting us know that a second Hocus Pocus was coming soon. Not really soon, it was like a year ago. Um, And I knew it was coming, so I had tuned in to Disney+. Just to see when, like, throughout September and then realized it was, in fact, yesterday that it premiered. So when you said, hey, what are we going to watch this weekend? I was like, oh, yeah, shit, I hadn't thought about it. I was going to watch Hocus Pocus 2
1: <laughs> because it's available and I want to. So is Hocus Pocus, the original from 93, really important to you?
0: Um, I don't know that it's really important to me. It's definitely a movie that I liked a lot, still like a lot. Um... I feel like it's become this huge thing over it the last... It is a thing. It, it feels like it's only been over the last, like, decade or so as more as it, you know, came on television, like, every October, mm-hmm. that all of a sudden it became a thing. Yeah. And I wouldn't say that it's, like, a huge thing for me. Like, it's not, you know, my all-time favorite Halloween movie or anything like that. But it is one that I really,
1: really enjoyed. So and is it, like, is it that Hocus Pocus is to Halloween as Elf is to Christmas? I would not say so.
0: For me, um, I guess. But it the would phenomenon be more, feels the same. It feels more like what it would, what would it be like for Christmas? Um, so Christmas has Elf and A Christmas Story, oh. and those are like the two that are absolute must watches. Yeah, maybe maybe more like Home Alone for me, where it's Really nostalgic, and when it comes on, like I feel like a kid again, Mm -hmm. and I love it. And it's related to that particular holiday, but I don't have to watch it every year. It's been years since I've seen it. I watched it. Home Alone. No, yes, no, not Home Home Alone. It's been years since I've watched it too. But Hocus Pocus, I watched it last night um, before watching the second one also.
1: So you also did the double feature. I did did too, and I am really glad I did. Me too, because I felt like it helped me. I saw Hocus. I watched Hocus Pocus last year when I had Disney. Oh, okay. Plus, it's been a couple of years. So, me, I had seen it yeah. in the last year, but I felt like in order to get my mind right about watching this sequel, yeah, which I didn't know if it was going to be a reboot or a sequel, and I definitely want to talk about that. Sure. I knew it was going to be a sequel, but... Yeah, what? I didn't know. I went in totally cold. Oh. Hadn't seen a trailer. Oh, okay. Cool. I mean, I definitely had heard that they were making one, um, but it, I, it wasn't something that I was going to search out until you mentioned it. Yeah. But yeah, I wanted to watch the first one again just to like get straight of like, this is what it was. And I don't remember as a kid... I think you're right. I think that more recently it's been a bigger deal than it was yeah. when I was a kid.
0: I remember, because there was a point and I could not tell you when exactly it was but I feel like I was in my 20s or so.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: A point when all of a sudden there were people around me who would talk about Hocus Pocus and it felt a lot like those times when somebody mentions something that you feel like you're the only one who experienced from your youth. You know, somebody mentions like a movie that mm-hmm. nobody else has ever mentioned to you before in your life. And like you're, Surf Ninjas. Yeah, and you're immediately like, oh my god, yes, <laughs> yes, I love exactly. that movie. Yes, There was a point in time where that happened to me with Hocus Pocus because I honestly thought that it was one that I had seen and I really liked, but I didn't realize other people had seen it and liked it. And that moment happened and then it felt like just And then it exploded Boom, it took off and ah. yeah, and all of a sudden everybody everywhere. Which it's almost a little bit sad for me that I had this like there was this nostalgia surrounding it of here's this great, like, underrated kids Halloween movie, and then all of a sudden, it's no longer underrated. Right, because everybody <laughs> and,
1: knows about it. Right. I think that it's... So it kind of changes the feel for it. I but. think streaming... So, definitely before streaming. Syndication. Yeah. Like, it was playing I think that's what really happened. It came like, on TV ABC all the time. Like, ABC Family, right. all, in the Halloween especially, and, like, on Disney. Yeah. I didn't realize it was a Disney movie. Um, until, actually, yesterday, I think. Um, I guess I... Never really thought. Don't know it if I really thought movie. about it. Yeah. um And then I guess with Disney Plus and streaming, like it probably also just. I think it really blew up before that. I think it was it like, did, the family but I think that, that didn't hurt. Y- like, oh yeah, that sure didn't hurt. Because now new generations can be introduced to it, and it's not. I don't know. I thought it holds up really well. Like there aren't cell phones and things like that. Like Max gets the girl's number on a piece of paper that, or puts his number on a piece of paper. That's kind of weird. But it doesn't, there's nothing in it that feels like really wild. Like it doesn't make sense that it would be. Even taken that first.
0: I don't think is weird because it, it was just in that moment he handed it to her. You know
1: what I mean? Like, it, yeah. I don't know.
0: I, maybe yeah, the
1: ice. I the vanilla ice reference is a little old. <laughs> like some of the references, like somebody called sure. him a new kid on the block, maybe that kind of stuff. And like but, some of
0: the special effects are a little sure, bit. Sure. Yeah. yeah, I get that it's a little bit dated. But overall, yeah, I feel I think like it holds, it holds up. up. Yeah. yeah. I don't think that there's ever, there's not a moment where. They are researching something and in my mind I'm like, well, it would why aren't be they really great computer? if they had the internet yeah. or that they are you know, not able to communicate with somebody and I'm like, well, why can't they just call them on their cell phone? Like It kind of works around all yeah. of that. Um, so yeah, I, I'm really glad that I watched the first one again last night because it had been a handful of years since I've seen it. And I do think it holds up. <sighs> and it made me feel good.
1: I know. I had such... A crush on is it Omri Katz? Is that how you say his name? Did you? From Erie, Indiana. Yeah, I was obsessed. He seems my type. sister and I. He seems your type. Thanks. My sister and I were just in like we loved that show, and I just loved him so much. I actually found him on Instagram. Apparently, he's a hairdresser in L.A. Now. <laughs> oh, really? Okay. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I loved him. Just loved yeah. him. And Erie, Indiana was one of my favorites. I remember watching Erie, Indiana, but I don't.
0: Remember anything about it, which tells me I probably saw some of it but didn't get super into it because mm-hmm. I know I watched it, but I don't, yeah, I just don't remember it at all.
1: So, this I went kind of into the wormhole, so I'm like looking at Omri Katz, he was in Erie, Indiana. Mm-hmm. Jason Marston was in Erie, Indiana. Yeah, Jason Marston was in oh, a show that starred Brittany Murphy and it was a uh, spinoff from the Torkelsons. And I loved the I loved the Torkelsons. I loved the Torklesons, the And then there was a show spun off from that, that had Mars, Jason Marsden and um, Brittany Murphy. And mm-hmm. basically like the mom from the Torklesons and two of the kids, because mm-hmm. it was like a different universe, right? Oh. That mom and the t- two two of the kids, she went to live in a, the city of Seattle. And she was gonna nanny these two bratty kids who belonged to the. So guy. it wasn't really a spinoff. It was like a I mean, I would call it a spinoff, but they did. It was like in a different way. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, so that kind of sent me down that rabbit hole. The Torkelsons, man, yes, that's a great show. It was an incredible show. It's probably a terrible show if I were we watched Almost it. Almost but... Home. Wait, that sounds really familiar. You'll know those faces. So maybe it is all the Torkelson kids. Uh, yeah. It's those three. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And that probably was the first time I saw Brittany Murphy in anything. Yeah, probably. But at that time, I wouldn't have thought of her as being Brittany Murphy. I just knew her as, like, the girl from this show that was the bratty teenager daughter. So, anyway. Yeah. So, I thought Armin Katz was adorable, and he's still adorable in this movie. He is adorable in this movie. I just don't find him He's, like, the perfect 90s teenager. But I
0: also feel like, look, that, what is her name? Is it Allison? The- oh, Allison. Allison! Listen. Yeah, she is, and I remember thinking this when I first saw it, that girl is fucking gorgeous. Yeah. Like, I remember when she I first- She looks like saw, a model. She looks like a model? She looks like an adult model? Like, I remember when I first saw this, and I was probably 11, thinking, like, oh, she's, like, a beautiful grown-up. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> why is she even here? It always seemed a little- I like her, and I like the character and everything, but it always seemed a little odd that she was there, but she is so gorgeous, and then I feel like Thora Birch <gasps> is so cute. And she is. I,
1: her laugh is infectious. Everything she does is adorable as fuck. I she's her wearing so that much. red lip like a fucking champ. I loved her from
0: Patriot Games and then Clear and Present Danger. She right. So
1: we've done the so... Harrison Ford podcast. I haven't right, right, seen any of those movies. Okay.
0: So she's she's the daughter in those, and so she's not in it a ton. I mean, obviously, she's not like involved with the CIA right, as a sure. little, but. But even there, she's a little bit younger because I think, at least Patriot Games was before this for sure. And she's just so fucking cute and honestly, a really good actor. Mm-hmm. For a kid, a really good actor. Um, and I feel like I saw that again in this movie because it's been years since I've seen her. She's, I haven't seen anything that she's been in since she was like a homeless college student right. on Lifetime. It's hard, some not Lifetime to, movie.
1: it's hard not to watch her. She's got a lot of great screen presence. Yeah. And I, she, the cat, Binks. Binks, yeah. Just obsessed. Billy. Love Billy. Love Billy Butcherson. And we haven't even gotten to the fucking main characters of the fucking movie. The yeah. The Sanderson sisters, who are also in fucking Credible. Okay. This is the best thing. I'm going to go ahead and just say this. I just want to say this. Yeah? I don't know if this is a hot take or not. Oh. This is the best thing that Sarah Jessica Parker has ever done. Forget girls just want to have fun. Forget sex in the city. It's this. This would be my favorite thing that she has ever done. Yes, it's
0: I will say I am not such a Sarah Jessica Parker <laughs> fan that I have seen everything that she's done. Neither
2: have I. I haven't been to.
0: This is the best. Yeah, exactly. I feel like this is the best now. Kathy and Jimmy. It's hard because of Veep to like say that this oh, is the best. Okay, because so I we, honestly we, we feel we like we will need to she's... talk more about Veep. Oh, we have a lot of well, yeah. people here, but, but yeah, in the second one for sure. Yeah. Um, but I, I feel like this is probably the best that she's into. And then when it comes to Bette Midler, look, I, I listened to soft rock a lot as a kid. So I always have known Bette Midler Mm -hmm. as, Bette Midler, Mm -hmm. as as the songstress, you know. Mm -hmm. Um, but truthfully as an actress, like, beaches, oh, not great. Schlocky mess. Personal opinion. I and I haven't seen a ton of a, Gypsy Rose Lee like very over the seen, top. I don't really know a lot about
1: like Bette Midler's. I only like Bette Midler as what's an actress. The, what's the, in this? As what's Winifred. the film she's in with Lily Tomlin. Yeah. Where they're they play twins.
0: And I feel like it came out around the same time as like 9 to 5. Um, oh, fuck. Because. I, I do love Lily Tomlin.
1: I love that movie so much. I haven't
0: seen it probably since like 1989.
1: i watched it pretty recently. What, that would have been in the 80s? Oh yeah, that was like early to mid 80s. That was a while ago. Hold on, I'm going to keep looking for this. But yeah, so, Bette
0: yeah, Midler. My favorite Bette Midler, my favorite Sarah Jessica Parker,
1: probably my favorite
0: Kathy and Jimmy, although I think she's great in pretty much everything. Um,
1: Big business. Yeah, you haven't seen you know. it, get your fucking ass out there and watch it. I haven't seen it's it. It's in incredible. Decades. It might be on Disney. Oh, uh, uh, probably not. But you can probably find
0: it streaming somewhere though. I'm gonna look. So Okay. So no. we both did a double feature. I think we're both glad we did. Because But really we were setting out to watch Hocus the second Pocus? one. Duh. So what do
1: we think about two? So I just when I again I didn't know going in if it was gonna be like a reboot. Mm -hmm. Or, like, because, so what happens in the first movie is, the Sanderson sisters die at the end. Correct. Um, and really quickly, too, before we get too much into Hocus Pocus 2, I want to talk about why I think this is, this first movie is such a good Halloween movie. Okay. It's, anybody can watch it. Uh It's, like, perfectly, like, safe for kids to watch. Yeah. But also has some good... Not necessarily that it's adult humor, but stuff for adults. Adults. Like, for
0: example, Gary Marshall and Penny Marshall. Yes. That is in there for the parents watching this. It is. And I love them both, by the way.
1: It is scary. It can be a little scary. It is scary. There are definitely some scary moments. It's got a great brother sister relationship thing. Like I feel like the plot makes a lot of sense, and I feel like the the plot makes so are much sense. The, like it stakes so are
0: perfectly high, easy too. Yeah, I feel like yeah. there are so many movies nowadays where it's so complicated. Yes, yes, And this is just it's very simple. Here are these witches who, in order to have forever lasting life, need to eat the souls of children. Duh, perfect sense. Hundred. Now they got caught back in sixteen nineties. Mm-hmm. They were hanged. You know, shit happens. But it, hey, if a virgin lights this candle, they're gonna come back. And guess what? They're gonna do
1: if they come back? They're gonna eat kids. They're, they're gonna, gonna, gonna hunt eat for children souls.
0: and they're gonna eat them. Right. So Done.
1: I feel like there's a great first end of the first act. There's a great second act. It's just it's just a good fucking film. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. Do You know, Mick Garris, he is a horror guy. Was involved. I think he was wrote story and helped produce this thing. So that I feel the horror elements are very good. But the other thing of why it's like such a good Halloween one. It takes place on Halloween. Two, there's some really awesome like built-in costumes. You can be Billy Butcherson. You can be the cat. You can be the Sanderson sisters. There's just all kinds of shit you can get from this. Sure. I think one of the things that I love you about this You can be this, the book. One of the,
0: <laughs> you <can be laughs> the book. All you need is an eye. Um, one of the things that I love about this movie too is it, it feels <laughs> Okay, it's not Realistic. It's mm-hmm. a kids' movie. I get that, but it feels more real. They didn't laugh at themselves, and I know we haven't started in on the second movie mm-hmm. yet.
2: I, but I know a what you're big talking about. problem
0: that I have with movies is when they make fun of themselves, or they pull from you know a previous film, or they just it it takes me. Or if they break the fourth wall, all takes of that kind of stuff okay. takes me out. Um, this one, so for example, in the second one, you know when they charm everybody at the festival mm-hmm. and they're dancing and it's this choreographed dance yeah so fucking stupid mm-hmm. whereas in the first one when they charm everybody and they say you know you're, you're gonna, gonna dance, dance until you, until you die. die yeah everybody's just dancing and they don't even realize it and they're still having fun they're just like well i've never had so much fun dancing in my mm-hmm. life and then once <laughs> the curse ends they're like oh we stayed up really late <laughs> we danced forever it felt very yeah, yeah it yeah. just there was no like incredibly obnoxious, heavy-handed, tongue-in-cheek kind of bullshit. It's yeah. yeah, it's there's overacting and, you know, silliness and fun ridiculousness because it's a kids' movie, sure, but not not that kind of you're trying to be cute, you're trying to be sly mm-hmm. and it just comes off feeling forced.
1: Yeah. So, getting into the second movie, I turn it on. I don't know what's going to happen. So, I don't I I didn't really know until, so he has him, he gives him the candle, they go to do the ritual, they come back, and then there's some reference in the coming back of like, what were we doing the last time? And it was like, oh, we had those kids in cages. And then I'm like, okay, so this is, they died, but they're back again. Mm-hmm. So there's some kind of perpetuating thing about this. Well, I mean, you heard Spell that they
0: Richard cast. Splett talking about. Before he ever gave them the candle, he was talking about how and they came back 29 years ago after a virgin lit this candle, and here's the candle. See how it's all burned away. Like, he told that whole story. Did you fall asleep? Right.
1: No, no, oh, no. Okay. I, I, yeah. Okay. So, okay, that's right. That would have been the first time. Yeah. yeah. But, I don't know. I guess I was wondering how they were going to do it, and then I guess I was kind of like, did we just erase all the good that was done at the end of the first movie that they can just come back again?
0: Yeah.
2: Right. That
1: I didn't under. I thought that was dumb because they had one black flame candle that was used to cast that spell, and that shit got burned. So I mean, they explained it when
0: Richard split. Um, so maybe said I made that sense. the. So he said that. After he witnessed them flying through the sky when he was a little kid, he went to their old house, the museum, and he found the book, and the book book talked to him. The book
1: told him how he could make another black thing. Right. So
0: I totally get that they explained it. That's fine. It still feels kind of gross to me that, like, these people whom I love, these kids Mm -hmm. from 30 years ago. Max and Allison and 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 Danny and Binks. And And Binks. Did Binks die for nothing? Like, they fought evil and they won and then now evil's back and it's kind yeah. of there was a little
1: bit of a bummer. And there. I knew when Split Sam Richardson, Richard Splett Richard whatever Splett. we're going to call him when he gave them that candle I was like No don't do it. Yeah. He, I, well I knew he was, I knew he wanted them to bring the witches back. Yeah. Like I knew that he was hoping and I didn't understand why and we find that out later why Um that he's I just an idiot. Do like I think there was um an
0: interesting element that they had there where when he's talking about he wanted to bring them back and he was like you know look around you everybody thinks that they're really cool i mean they're not evil like they used to be you know there was a different time and they would have been evil then but now like witches are kind of cool and they'd be totally cool and i think that a lot of people now do believe that when you're looking at movies like a lot of Mm -hmm. movies now when was the last time you saw a movie with an evil witch even something like the witch where the devil was there it was the devil preying on everybody and there wasn't an evil witch there has been that shift in popular culture of like okay maybe we've Maybe we've hurt is enough. Right. <laughs> you know, with yeah. the trials and everything. And
1: vampires sparkle and right. werewolves are
0: sexy with their right. shirts off. So it does kind of feel like that's that's where we are in popular culture. So I get how he could come to that conclusion. And I like that he did that. And then they bring them back. And then they do turn out to actually be evil. <laughs> I thought that was all really cool. Until you get to the end. The end! Okay, so spoiler alert. Although really, well, I think okay. the big fans have already watched it because it's streaming. Yeah, of course. But yeah, then you get to the end and there's like this redemptive arc without any arc. It's just
1: like, they're evil. They're evil. Winifred's evil. She's bad. She's evil. But now her sisters are gone, and she's but now so she's sad. Sad, and we can help. Yeah, her. and book's gonna help her. Right. And also know, this
0: book them. that is made of human flesh and has been like, uh, has magical powers so, bestowed upon it right. by the devil, and has has spells inside <laughs> about how to like cook children and stuff. But it's in the hands of this
1: teenage girl who seems cool. She's like a white witch, right? Seems she seems cool. So it'll be fine. So here's the thing. Book, I'm gonna go ahead and say it, is the best character in, in the this, new movie. Yeah, I do agree. <laughs> and I love that they I really felt that they, they Just try- when he was sweating, yes, and then when he and cried, they teared, But the yeah. sweat was great because yeah. that was like a horror moment. That yeah. was like he's like, Uh oh, she's gonna get me. Um because you don't ever think about book as a character in the first movie no it's just in the like, first movie he's just scary in right. the first movie it's just yeah. Bound oh my god flesh and he, yeah that book just opened its eye yeah 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 it's creepy so in this film and i also love that in the beginning books inside of a glass case with like a hannibal lecter setup like yeah. with the cage over the eye and i love when he comes up to him and he goes oh, hey, hey buddy buddy buddy." <laughs> so book's amazing i'm glad they did this with book but i can 100 agree with you and the What they did at the end, they tried to set up in the beginning with the flashback to Salem, 1653. You have the young Sanderson sisters. They were entirely cute. And the girl who played Winifred was adorable. However, she kept using conjunctions. And it made me insane. I, the girl who played Winifred, I apologize. She sounded like a 20th century, a 21st century
0: woman. I apologize if she is listening. But that is the worst child actress I have mm. seen, and I can't tell you how long. And that, yes. It was atrocious. You watch Tony Hale
1: Oh go, my God, just fucking crushing Yeah, it. like you watch him go
0: over the top, and it's like, it's I perfect. believe it. Yes. That is how you go over the top. Everything that that girl did was awful. She
1: wasn't speaking the right kind of English. She was, was so melodramatic. The right dialect.
0: So overacting, and I... Could see what she was doing trying to be the Bette Midler character, Mm -hmm. but it was just all wrong and awful. And honestly honestly, she ruined the beginning of the movie for me. Like because I could see what they were doing, you know, oh I'm an independent woman. Mm -hmm. I don't want to marry this kid and I'm gonna hang out with my sisters and I'm gonna you know. And and then of course they would
1: accuse her of being a witch. Of course. Oh naturally, yeah. Because she
0: actually is a witch. And you have again Tony Hale, who's so amazing, Mm -hmm. and here's this girl who is just Oh, so awful. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. It
1: was bad. No so,
0: offense, child.
1: <laughs> so, but they're trying to set it up that, like, she doesn't want to be separated from her sisters, right? right. So deep, while well, she, but the thing is, we just spent the first hour and a half of our night watching her be an asshole to her sisters. Yeah, exactly. And, and honestly, I'm, so, yes, the the first movie, exactly, she's a prick. And then in the
0: second movie, she's still a fucking prick. Right. And that's not that I don't believe that she loves her sisters. Mm-hmm. But do I really believe that she loves her sisters more than power? No, no. Nothing that no. you showed me makes me think and that.
1: When they said, when they read that thing in the book that basically said like, if you do this spell, you're going to have to relinquish the thing you love the most. I thought
0: she's like gonna have power.
1: No, I thought or, book. I thought she's gonna have to relinquish <laughs> yeah. book. I was like, I actually said it out loud. I was like book, like mm-hmm. because I didn't think I was like, I guess it could be her sisters, but it just was. It wasn't solid enough. No. It was really weak. No. Um, yeah. so that alone, yeah. makes it not as good as the first movie. I think
0: the great thing about the first movie is you don't have any of the, the muddlement there of who's mm-hmm. good, who's bad. Mm-hmm. It's very clear. It's very clear that these witches are bad and then the only kind of fun thing that they do is you think that Billy might be bad because he's a zombie who's raised to kill them. And then, of course, when you actually hear him talk, mm-hmm. he's not. He's on he's on their side. Like yeah. He hates these witches. But that was the only kind of little fun turn. But otherwise, yes, it's very clear Who's good? Who's bad? And I think especially for a kid's movie, that's great. I love when there's, you know, like the Marvel movies as an example. I think they've done a really good job of the big bads. Like
1: the Winter Soldier.
0: You also can identify with them in some way. Yeah, like, they have
1: a piece of humanness Yeah, them.
0: like, you know, Thanos wants to end half of life, but he wants to do it because he thinks that life will be able to carry on mm-hmm. only if you call the herd. Or... Yeah. Ultron is, you know, like a sentient being, but he he can't feel things that humans feel, but he can see and understand why things should be done. Like, there's... Mm -hmm. I love it when you have villains who are multifaceted. But for a kid's movie... Yeah. It's better, I think, sometimes to just plain have evil, and then you can identify with the kids. I can identify... Even watching it last night, I can still identify with Danny mm-hmm. and and Alison mm-hmm. and I can identify mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't identify with the witches. I enjoy watching them, but I think it's better they're, to not but identify they are with like the, the
1: Like they are right, exactly. they're like yeah. but we're meant to laugh at them. Like yeah. the whole we're setting. That's they're the set point. up to be like, here's Winifred. She's very powerful. She's the smart one. Right. And the other two are... One's a dingbat boy crazy girl. And the other one's always hungry. And, and is like... Also a dingbat. Sort right. Yeah. It's
0: it just like... That's the whole point of the, it. And that, then in the second one, it was like, we're going to create a bit of a story and infuse them with some sort of humanity, but we're going to half-ass it.
1: Yeah. That and was what it, it felt like. doesn't make any fucking sense in the end. Right. Yes. Totally agree. So yeah. So book was amazing. Fucking Tony Hale. Oh my But gosh. yeah. So Hale... Sam Richardson and Kathy and Jimmy were the three from Veep. Yes. Um, but Tony Hale, from the second he hit the screen, I'm like, oh my god, he's playing the part that he was made to play. It was so, so great. When he went, eight legs of sin! <laughs> so great. And then in the future, or in the, I guess, present day, he's just a dad who wants a fucking candy oh. apple. So first of all, when he first comes on as the mayor and he's
0: talking to the girls and they're just like... Oh, he's such a just a sweet old yeah. dad. Just he dorky, did it dorky so well; it was so perfect. He was so sweet. I loved it so much. And then, if there is anybody who I really actually felt for in this movie and identified with, it was him. Mm-hmm. When all he wanted was just this candy, that apple. candy that, apple, they weren't there last year. He's probably been dreaming about this for like <laughs> two or three years. And. He doesn't get the candy, he does get it finally, and then it disappears. And then the whole thing where he's like, I went to Walgreens, and the lights, the lights were out, <laughs> and I don't know why the lights were out, and I got this thing, and it, it, it could be anything. I don't even know if there's an apple inside, but I'm going to eat it. <laughs> I, I, feel, I feel for him. I have definitely been there.
1: In the first film, they the, the character that Omri plays, Max, the, he tricks the witches twice, a mm. few times. But the first time is when the he's reign like, of death the I reign like. of death.
2: Yeah,
1: and then the, then like the, the the sun is coming up, daylight yeah. savings time, and then in this film, at the beginning, the young witches are like, "Oh well, we're actually 40 and it's supposed to be funny. Like the Sanderson sisters would believe that they're forty, and then they take them to the Walgreens and they're messing around with the skincare. Which yeah. all right. I thought that was kinda funny. It is, but it was too much. Like it wasn't a simple thing. No. We're gonna go to Walgreens. It's just an ad for Walgreens and the skincare they have at Walgreens? Like Like I thought it was kind of funny in
0: that it's all youth based and oh yes, there are serums and they're Mm -hmm. filled with the souls of children, and one of the things they pick up is like, you know, it said like baby skin or something like that. Like that was kinda cute. But yes, exactly. It's it's all overdone. When I think about the first movie and how many really fun, cute little quotes there are mm-hmm. and things that they say and little bits, and I don't feel like there were any cute quotes or funny bits in the second one. I kind of liked the Roombas, the just
1: Roombas because were they adorable. were cute. Yeah, and they sucked up the salt. Like it was yeah. But
0: then there was like when she was first writing them, she said something about she said cowabunga. She was like, How is she surfing
1: Cowabunga. But did she pick those things up from 93 and then she remembers them?
0: I mean, why would she? They were there for like 12 hours and she would have remembered Cowabunga? No, it was stupid. It was way out of character and annoying.
1: I didn't... When they first reappear... And then later also
0: when she talks to the guy and she's like, what did she say? Like, damn, we look hot or something. Mm -hmm. There were just enough things. That was one of the things that was great about the first movie is the way they talked was... You know
1: all the thous and these, mm-hmm. and it was supposed. to. I mean, yeah.
0: obviously, it wasn't exactly. They were scared of right, a road.
1: It was a simple, dumb thing, and it was perfect. Yes, yes. They were scared of a blacktop
0: road. It was so much of it was so funny. The whole like out of time element, mm-hmm. and in this one, there were a couple of little things, and that was okay.
1: But it just didn't, it didn't do it right it felt like a caricature this conversation is just so fucked because <laughs> kids are gonna watch hocus pocus 2 before they see the first hocus pocus and they're not gonna understand okay but here's the other thing about kids watching it the second one is all about teenagers
0: there and are no little kids thing. you're right i hated that even as an adult i was like wait because i because where i do are the little kids so i was like 11 when i first saw this right and yeah, that's about right—ten or eleven, mm-hmm. something like that. Danny and this is what eight or nine. I think she, they say she's eight.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, I would say I identified most with Danny in the first one. And even though I'm forty now, I still feel still, that way. Yeah. I still watch it, and I'm still like, I—she's still the one, and and rightfully so. She's kind of—I mean, the, all the kids are main characters, but right. you know, they're after her. She's the kid. Yes. And the whole idea of them eating children—like you want to side with a child—to mm-hmm. be their uh, their antithesis—and mm-hmm. there were no children in this yep. at all. It there were only teenagers. Teenagers, but like even in this first one, they mentioned that they can like eat the teenagers, but they don't really want to. They want the little kids. Mm-hmm. And in the second one, they don't even mention little kids. They're not worried about them at all. They're like, oh, you 16-year-old, or what do they say, 40-year-old teenagers, we can eat you. It'll be fine. We'll just
1: Like, it's just... And the witchiness of... I can't think of her name. The girl. The main girl from the second movie.
0: Mm, I don't know. I didn't recognize any of them. I'm sure they've been in other things. I will say, those two main girls, the Mm -hmm. two best friends...
1: Becca. Yeah. Gorgeous. Becca and Izzy, absolutely. And then their friend, Cassie. So... Becca, she's, it's her 16th birthday, so she's a Halloween baby, which is kind of cute, and they're going to do this ritual in the woods. So, I'm getting, like, craft vibes, right? Yeah, like, yeah. I was thinking and the dumb too. boyfriend, Freud, the kid's name is Freud. His real name is Freud. Oh, that's weird. He was in Cruel Summer, which was on last summer, I think, I on ABC Family. He's a hot fucking kid. But this is his, he plays kind of a an asshole. Like, he plays, like, a like an abusive boyfriend in mm-hmm. Cruel Summer. Um here he was perfect yeah. as like the dumb jock football player i loved the part where he was like i never made fun of you guys and, and like, the fact that he doesn't when,
0: understand it and then he which when is they, so she explains it to true. him, and he goes
1: oh my god i'm gonna have to apologize to so many people and i
0: think that's totally true he was probably thinking you we're guys are having fun yeah and you guys are
1: kind of my friends because you're friends of my girlfriend yep. so we're just
0: playing around that like, was really that yeah. was
1: awesome um so becca she it's her birthday they're gonna go do this ritual The friendships felt real. I think their relationship with Cassie was good. Mm -hmm.
0: Um, I did like, too, how they, once they actually talked about it, that felt very real. The whole, like, mm -hmm. oh, she wasn't actually ditching us. She thought we were ditching her. Right. And when they said to her, like, how could you not know that we felt this way? And she said, because you never told me. Right. How many times have, whether you ended up ever having that conversation mm-hmm. with a friend or not, or you just let a friendship slip away because you aren't talking yep. about it? But how many times has that misunderstanding? Yeah, what
1: we have caused here a, is a failure to communicate. Yep. So she somehow is a witch, but but there's no explanation. There's as to no what her explanation. Is. She just boom has powers, and then yeah. somehow they're she and her friends, because I guess they've been doing this ritual all this time or a coven. I uh, yeah so because in the they're beginning friends, of the movie the jock boyfriend is making fun of them for be- I did like that they all wore the same necklace like mm. some kind of medallion. Um it reminded me of Melissa's medallion that she wears all the time. Um that but, but then it's true like they are witches. But they're
0: know. not only she is, but she can but share she her can power. Channel it doesn't that, make any sense
1: like that you can share power or whatever. All right.
0: Here's the thing. I'm not going to say that teenage girls don't fantasize about being witches. With their friends. Yeah. I did. Yeah. If you want to feel nostalgic about that,
1: watch Sabrina, watch Teen Witch. Fucking watch the episode of Pen 15.
0: Oh my God. That episode was amazing. (laughs) That was what we all (laughs) fucking did. We just walked around and went like, (gasps) yes, I have power (laughs) and just pretended and made shit up. (laughs) And that felt so real to me. And I watched this and it's like, yeah. I don't get this. Yeah, these girls. it just, didn't, just, make, know, it it just didn't make
1: any fucking sense. Yeah. It didn't make any fucking and sense. And it was weird that, so supposedly we're in Salem, right? Yeah.
0: And we talk about the mayor's history that he was, you know, descendant from the I don't know, fucking pastor. What yeah, was he? I don't know. Um, But we don't talk about her history at all when she turns out to be a witch. That just seems lazy. It just seems lazy, the reverend. Yes. Like, why wouldn't you just throw something in there? It could have just been a random aside of, like, oh, yeah, well, you know, his family executed my Mm -hmm. great-great-great-great-great-grandmother for being a witcher. I don't know. Something. But instead, there's, with this town of all this history, the one girl who clearly had some kind of history, you don't talk about it at all? It felt fucking lazy.
1: Okay. And also... Going back to the very, very beginning. So, Winifred doesn't want to marry whoever it is in the town. Mm. So, she and her sisters, you know, they find a spider and scare Tony Hale's character, the Reverend, and then they escape into the Forbidden Woods. Mm -hmm. And that's where they meet Mm -hmm. the lady from Ted Lasso, whose name I am not remembering. (laughs) Yeah, I know. I can't remember her name, but as soon as I saw her, I was like, ah, I love you. Biscuits with the boss. Yes, Um, exactly. what the fuck is her name? Come on. Where are you? And she is a a witch. She is, like, a full-fledged, beautiful witch with amazing hair and makeup Mm -hmm. and an incredible outfit. Right. Hannah Waddingham. Which seems strange
0: for someone living alone in the woods. Exactly. And also seems strange when these witches, 30 years ago for Hocus Pocus, were purposefully made to look kind of ugly. Like, Sarah Jessica Parker is pretty, and they... You know, make her talk about how beautiful she is, but also Sarah Jessica Parker is also kind of ugly. So even the beautiful one is still a little ugly. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Mm-hmm. And the other two are like, like they're they're not like the uh, inherently gross witch, but they right. kind of are. Right. Well, and then all the, of a sudden begin- you have this beautiful, like almost right. white witch looking in the beginning
1: woman. of the mo- in the beginning of the of the. N- when they're in the first movie, when they're oh yeah, they're in, all old and haggard. They're all and old they and haggard. Yeah. Yeah. Also, I'd like to point point out that Kathy and Jimmy in this film, yes, her lip her lip is on the other side yeah. than it is on the new film. Yeah, I know.
0: What the fuck? Because I couldn't figure out if that was her. Is or that if supposed that was, to be
1: like some kind of weird Easter egg, or is it the
0: editing and they like flipped? Because, I was wondering that, yeah.
1: but it was consistently on the opposite side. Because in this movie, it's on her right side. Right. And in the new movie, it's on her left side. And it was consistently on her left side. Yeah, so I noticed that too. That and had it was to like, have been a choice. That had fuck? to have been a choice. I also
0: noticed Sarah Jessica Parker in the first movie, her voice is very... Like, mm-hmm. she's really kind yeah, of the dumbbell on girl. high pitch. Yeah. Li- yeah, like little girl. Mm-hmm. And in the second one, it's
1: a little bit of that, but not really. It right. made me feel like they hadn't rewatched their performances. I know. Well, <laughs> and can I also say... The music in the first movie is better. It just is. Oh, yeah. I Put a Spell on You. Yeah. The song Miss Erica Jessica Parker sings. Yeah. It's just better. Yeah. Like, The Witches Are Back. Is that the what it's The whole... Song? Yeah, so... As and then soon they, as they come think, out doing a yeah. number?
0: Yeah, that was as, Honestly? Okay, look.
1: <laughs> I watched the movie last
0: night. I would say, overall, overarching recommendation. If you're a fan of Hocus Pocus... Yeah, watch it. Watch it. Watch it. Are you going to think it's as good? I highly doubt it. Right. Are you going to be disappointed? Probably. <laughs> Are you going to think, oh my god, I wasted an hour and a half of my life? I doubt it. There's some good stuff in there. Yeah, it's fun. It's a fun watch. Like, we're talking about a lot of the bad. But But there's some good, too. Like, like, but. Yes, amazing But. Yes. They come back and start singing an opening number. I shit you not, sitting on my couch, I rolled my eyes, threw my hands up
1: in the air and went, is that what this shit's going to be? Right. Some self-referential bullshit. Yeah. And, like, one of the characters is like, I can't look away. And I'm like, what the fuck is happening? Right. I was afraid the whole movie was going to be. Like I was too. I was really like, was "Oh too. my god!" Did they just make it a musical? Yeah.
0: I was. That was. That was the moment when I was kind of out. Yes. Yeah. And then you know, like I said, some stuff was still good enough, and they really. So, very beginning, the little girl was a terrible, terrible fucking actress. But Tony Hale's there, mm, saves it, right? And I knew that this was just going to be like a flashback, and it they was weren't going to be on that. Confusing when
1: had, you know what I think Hannah Waddingham was in there because they just wanted to give her a part. Maybe I think that's why I think it was like we'll put her. She she wants to be in the movie. Maybe she's friends with one of these guys. We'll put her in the movie. Well, I think oh, they girl, had. Witch. I think
0: that was a sign of this is when these girls first become witches. That's why they had her. But
1: then she just but, gives them the book and leaves. I don't know. I it just don't. didn't make sense.
0: No, it doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make sense as to where she came from. It doesn't make sense as to the fact that she says that she eats children, yet she seems pretty nice and cool and isn't going to eat yes. these children. So
1: I think what I think what we're getting at here is. There is way too much in the second movie explanation of where these witches came from. It was so much better when we just knew that they were witches who eat children. That's all we need to know about them. Well, not only that, if
0: you're going to talk about where they... I don't have a problem talking about where they came from. But again, it was really half-assed. It was like, oh, she's, you know, a like stubborn, powerful girl who doesn't want to get married. Oh, okay, but in the first movie, she was all about bringing her dead lover back because she really cared a lot about him that, and also that, like that did, three... amuse me.
1: that did amuse me that billy was like we, we kissed, kissed one time yeah. <laughs> i did like that
0: yeah um but that that wasn't anything that seemed to even yeah. have anything to do with her character this time either like it, it was kind of like a let's throw this in for like women's empowerment mm-hmm. but it has nothing to do with the character it felt like it felt super out of place And then we'll show you that they first became witches because when they did go out into the woods, this witch appeared and gave them a book. But there's no, there's no tie into like, I guess they were orphans and their dad apparently had an apothecary. But what the hell does that even mean in terms of like what they do or who they, there Mm -hmm. wasn't any real history to them. It was just like one ill-fitting story Mm -hmm. and then a, oh, here's how they got book and that was it so there wasn't even any history really
1: yeah there, there wasn't any explanation of how they came to but be But this is a. when anyway. they were trying to make them seem human and tie them together as a family so that yes. the very end Stop. of the movie which i read on the imdb trivia today that they originally tested this and the the ending the original ending tested poorly and they came back and did reshoots well i wonder what did they say what the original ending was no i don't think so oh. but i was like Oh, I hated the ending, like. Yeah. So, what the fuck? Other than the sparklies were really pretty. I didn't oh, enjoy No, I didn't enjoy the sparklies. Yeah. It was, cool yeah. was kind of cool. Hold on. Uh...
0: I guess I also just I don't care about like there are so many movies out there where teenage girlfriends have a strong bond. I don't need another one. And I don't want it in my like, fun-loving Halloween movie. I didn't need that. You know what I mean? Like, it just, it felt very tired to just have these girls who are super good friends and they're fighting, but then they all come together and now they're like a coven. I, it, that, that movie's been made a million fucking times before.
1: Well, they made it sound like in the trivia that, so they kind of, there's a stinger at the very, very, very end. Did you see that? No. Past, when all the credits are done. No. Almost. Because there's, like, them singing, again, in the credits. Oh, I didn't even watch that. And then... At the Once ver- it was over, I was at like... At the very, very end, <laughs> you see a little box on a shelf that says, like, BF Candle Number 2. Oh. And Salem... Not Salem. Um, I was thinking of Teen Witch. The Black Cat. Bings. Cobweb. Oh, okay. Cobweb is standing there. Cute name for a cat, by the way. And, um, and then they said in here that they were kind of thinking that this... If they did again another movie, it would carry through with these three young witches that that would be the story pass there's nothing interesting about them and i'm
0: not like the the actresses were fine the characters were fine but there was nothing about them that i would want to watch again the whole reason why people got so excited for hocus focus too is because of the sanderson sisters because of how fun and funny they were in the first movie mm-hmm. why would i want to watch a movie about these just like three random teenage girls they were just regular typical teenage girls one of whom apparently has powers like who gives a fuck
1: i don't know i don't know what like i don't know that you could make a hocus i think it would have to have a different name it can't be hocus pocus well not without them
0: no Um... and i don't want them to come back because they shouldn't come back they shouldn't have come back for this one
1: quite frankly sorry i'm trying to find the thing about the no no okay. don't don't let me interrupt no, no, your phone no, 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 time no.
0: i know your phone's very important it to you. says
1: we're trying to create a podcast here but by all means it says after the two test screenings um two initial test screenings showed that the ending of the film was the weakest part reshoots took shoot reshoots took place in early 20, june 2022 so they did redo the the end I don't know. But uh, it doesn't
0: say what it was before, yeah.
1: No. I agree that I would recommend it to someone who really likes Hocus Pocus, the original film. But if you have children, show them the first Force movie. Force them. Show them the first movie. Like, if
0: they're over the age of eight, they're going to love it. Yeah. If they're under younger than that, they might get scared. I don't know. I don't really know kids. But I think <laughs>
1: just, you know your kids. You know, make them know your kids, it. you know. Um, but I think it's a really cute children's movie. I mean, I guess it is interesting because the very beginning they do show the Sanderson sisters being hanged. Like you don't see their bodies; you just see their it's feet. Just their feet, yeah. Um, so the implication... But I mean, the,
0: look, the first ten minutes they do kill a kid.
1: That's true, but you don't actually see her die. No, I'm just saying. You like, just see them get young, and then you see that she's get, sitting in a chair. Kind I of lifeless. don't remember
0: ever thinking that this was a scary movie. I remember thinking there was some scary imagery with you know. Billy the Zombie, and Mm -hmm. stuff like that, but it never scared me. But like I said, I was like 11, so I was already a little bit like I would have
1: been in middle school, like I would have been in 7th or 8th grade. Yeah. So I don't know know, if a 6-year-old might actually be scared of it, but I
0: don't know. It's a
1: good... The first movie is a really good movie, and the second movie, some of the performances are good, but it's very confusing, and the plot is trash, and probably what's going to happen is the kids are going to like it, because... I don't know. Kids like dumb shit, and it's going to get really fucking popular and famous, and
0: I don't know. I think the good things about the second one, Tony Hale, Richard Splitt. I enjoyed Richard Splitt with Billy the Zombie. Mm
1: -hmm,
0: I I did like mm -hmm, them together.
1: mm
0: -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, It's a little buddy movie. I do think the the teenage girls, I think that they gave good performances. I just don't think their characters were anything special. Mm -hmm. They were literally just like typical girls. Um, there were some interesting little kind of plot points. Like I said, you know, mm-hmm. Richard split thinking like, everybody thinks witches are cool mm-hmm. they're, and they're, they wouldn't be evil. They'd be fine. And then mm, we'll show you, they're going to kill you. <laughs>
1: the thing about these kinds of movies that makes me kind of nuts is when you have characters, a character like Winifred, who is seemingly very powerful mm-hmm. and is continually foiled. Yeah. It, it drives me nuts because it's like, you should be able to run game. Like, what are you doing? It doesn't make any sense. Like, okay. I think so you like, buy
0: it, or I at least buy it in the first one because they are out of time and they don't know, they don't know all of these things. But they get so like,
1: caught in the fir- in before they're out of time, they get caught. Yeah. And mm-hmm. hanged. And so like, let's take Witches of Eastwick. Same vibe. Here you have Satan, the devil himself, come to earth to breed with these three women Mm-hmm. A blonde, a brunette, and a redhead. Yeah, of course. Much like the Sanderson sisters. Sure. And they somehow fool the bastard. I don't get it. He's fucking Satan. And he's Jack Nicholson. Satan inside of Jack Nicholson's body? Like, I don't see how anyone could best that thing. Or that person, or whatever you want to call it.
0: I, I think the whole point <laughs> in making that into a movie... <laughs> Is that you want to You want to feel like you could pull one over on the devil. Or if you're a kid and there are evil witches who eat children, you could actually outsmart them. Even as a kid, like you could pull one over. I That's the I whole just, point of turning it into a story. I think, I'm just get ma- I, think story. I get mad
1: because I'm like, the fuck you're doing, you're blowing it. Come on, you've got power. It just makes me crazy. Also, but I mean, they got
0: power. Like, like I said, the, the, in this first movie, being so far out of time, yeah, they might have power, but they don't know what the fuck's going on. So when he says there's a rain of death, yeah, they're going to go hide to get out of the rain, and he's going to be able to escape because there's a fucking rain of death. <laughs> That's what they assume. Um, they can't, you know, get around. easy. They see things that they think are magic that aren't actually magic but are just technology. And so I I, I, I do get it in this instance. I do get it. And when you're talking about when they were very first caught, mm-hmm. Dude, you say they're powerful, but they, like, lured a kid from the village. <laughs> did you think that no one was going to notice she was missing? I mean, they'd been doing it,
1: supposedly, and ultimately, for a
0: while. Ultimately, they turned the one kid into a cat and killed the other one. <laughs> so, no, they didn't get away with it completely. They did pull
1: some shit off. yeah. But, yeah. And they did cast that spell that would get them back. Right, 300 exactly. years later. Yeah. The last line of the first movie is really fucking dumb. I don't remember the last line. It's what was the last slide? Thackeray Binks walking off with his sister Emily into mm-hmm. like heaven or whatever. And he's like, She's like, what took you so long? And he's like, I had to wait for a virgin to light a candle. I like it. I like it's it. So it's, silly, it's silly. It's silly, but it's so funny. dumb. I think it's great. Yeah.
0: Anyway, I All really right. like uh, going back to the first one too binks i think this is you know it's it's a kid's movie so it's kind of silly but there's also like we talked about the relation the brother and sister relationship and the fact that you have here's this boy thackeray binks who wanted to save his sister and was trying to look out for his sister 300 years ago and he couldn't save her and then he ends up back exactly mm-hmm. 300 years later and here's this other little girl who's about the same age as his mm-hmm. sister who he is able to save yeah. i love those kind well, of like his bringing it his, all her
1: back brother and saves her right 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 like, right. yeah the brother sister you have that mirroring yes. of it but i mm-hmm. mean
0: that sort of like it's almost like a redemption arc for him
1: it's a really good fucking fucking movie it's yeah i know that's it's what i'm like, saying it makes fucking sense yeah i a like second this, just, it feels like... Yeah. The second
0: one, honestly, look, like we said, if you're a fan of the first one, you'll probably enjoy it just because these three are back. But I was disappointed that we didn't have any of the human characters from the first one or even any reference to them. Like, mm-hmm. you could have thrown, you know, a kid mm-hmm. in. Like, it could have been yeah, Alice's their kid, kid ki- or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But no, there, it made me sad that there was no reference to anybody whom I had come to love from the first one, first of all. Second of all, it all just felt like... Like, a
1: great big, like, fun-loving pat on the back for like, them. It felt like one of Winifred's spells that didn't work out is what it felt like. <laughs> great film. The first one. The first one. <laughs> Sorry. The first one's playing right now. Look, so, I'm, like, yeah. looking at it going, Both of them mom are, dressed as Madonna. Like, Both of them are incredible.
0: streaming on Disney Plus. Disney Plus right now. The Yeah, the part in the, in the first one. Let's <laughs> go back to the first one. The part where they come across the parents at this big party. Also, it just feels so real that these parents are, like, real people who are out having a fun night pretending not to be parents for once. Mm -hmm. They're just, you can tell they're probably drunk. They're dancing, (laughs) having a good time. Mom's dressed, like, as Madonna. And yet, also, they do care. Like, when he comes in, when Max comes in and he's like, something bad happened, his dad is immediately, like, what's going on? What's wrong? Where's your sister? You know, it's not, like, the kind of dumb absentee parent that you mm-hmm. get in a lot of kids' shows and movies where they're just kind of clueless. They're still real people. And the only reason why they're not helping is because they've been cursed. But again, it's not a bizarre choreographed curse. It's yeah. just they've been
1: cursed to dance all night. and <laughs> They think they're just having a great time because they're probably already drunk and well, dancing and having fun. And that bizarre choreographed curse in the second film doesn't do anything in the end because... No. They find him and then they just wander off and yeah. he loses his fucking candy apple. I know. The, the one that he got from the one that he got oh, oh, the one that he got from the stand that he really wanted. Yeah. And, and it looks good. It right. looked like it was like yeah. cookies and cream or something. Do
0: you like I don't
1: eat candy apples? I do not like
0: regular candy apples. Because there's like candy and then there's caramel. I don't like either of them. What What I like is... Slice
1: up a caramel apple, that's good. Or, like, get a caramel dip.
0: Only if it has chocolate involved. If it's a caramel apple just with caramel and nuts, no. I don't want that. Because the nuts are, like, they're never really crunchy. They're kind of meaty, and I just... chocolate and apples are... That's a weird combination. No, so there are... They're at Dearburg's right now. Probably going to pick some up on my way home. Okay. They're smaller apples, because, you know, the huge ones seem great, but I like to cut them up. I don't want to actually Yeah, I don't want to bite into that. Yeah, so... you have a huge one it's gonna be too much like I just want like a nice normal sized apple covered in caramel and then they also have it's peanuts and then white chocolate chips and chocolate chips so you have chocolate in there you have a hint of nuts but you don't have a ton of them like that is that's good I enjoy those but if it's just caramel and nuts no matter if it's peanuts or like pecans I enjoy pecans but you put them in caramel and they just get kind of too soft and meaty yeah they do yeah And there's no real, I think with chocolate, you have a little bit of a hint of bitterness Mm, also. So you have like the real sweet tartness of the apple and then like a hint of bitterness. Okay. So those I like. And what
1: it looked like he had. Was something akin to that.
0: It looked like it had chocolate on it in some way. It looked like almost like maybe Oreo sprinkles were around the caramel or something, which sounds really good too.
1: I've maybe had two caramel apples my entire life. My mom used to buy like caramel dip like in a container and you would dip your apple in that. But like. It's not something that I crave. I like apples. I like apples with peanut butter. I like apples by themselves. I'm not a big apple fan in
0: general. And growing up, I hated caramel apples. Like, my mom, every fall, my mom would get a couple of the, like, merbs, the really big ones mm-hmm. with the pecans and expensive ones. Mm-hmm. And, like, that would be a, a fall treat that, like, she and my dad would enjoy. And I feel like my brother would enjoy it. And I was just like, that's gross. Mm-hmm. I don't want it.
1: Um, is there any... So it was
0: only very recently that I discovered they make some with chocolate mm-hmm. and then they taste good.
1: There are many things, many fall activities that I think are cool. Like hay rides are cool, bonfires. corn mazes are cool, bonfires are cool, s'mores haunted houses are cool, I think haunted, houses, houses, are cool. Are haunted houses are cool. I've never understood and will never understand bobbing for apples. It is <gasps> the dumbest it... shit I have ever seen or thought of to do in I my did
0: life. it once when I was... I
1: did it as a little kid, kid
0: and I couldn't I couldn't do it and it made me really angry. Yes, it's, it's fucking hard. Well, that's leftover from um really old practices. Uh like w- w- what's it called when you do like magic the- to try to like tell the future sorcery? No, that's no, not sorcery. There's um li- okay. A word that I'm Magic barking.
1: to tell the future.
0: Like uh you know when you like let a, um, an egg white loosen the water and you read what it says. Like
1: reading tea when leaves like, and stuff? Yeah,
0: yeah, 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 yeah. What's that called? What's it called? There's a word for it.
1: Uh, I don't know. You'll think of it later.
0: Uh, well, it's leftover from
1: that. But what would bobbing for apples, like the shape of your, in, your teeth in the apple would tell people something?
0: There were a lot of different games that they would play. Some of these were um, like more old English, not necessarily even from as far back as Celtic times, but... There, um, there was one about, like, you would have a, a rope with an apple on one end and a candle on the other, and they would swing it around. And then if you could catch the apple, that meant something. And then there were ones where you would, like, peel the apple and throw the peel over your shoulder, and whatever the letter looked like was, like, the letter of your future spouse's first name that it would Hmm. start with i mean there were apples were involved in a lot of that
1: what is the word i'm looking for i don't know like i'm reading about it on the wikipedia and it says the tradition dates back to the roman invasion of britain when the conquering army merged their own celebrations with traditional celtic festivals during an annual celebration young unmarried people try to bite into an apple floating in water or hanging from a string on a line the first person to bite into the apple would be the next one to be allowed to marry fascinating yeah. we should do that yeah sure why not apple bombing was appropriated in the celtic festival salmon sam is that how you say it salmon 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 i'm just gonna call it salmon. it looks like it's, yeah, but salmon. it's salmon with apples assigned fertility and abundance yeah um health risks there's a section of the article on health risks don't drown no, uh, communal buckets in which saliva and nasal mucus may come into contact with the water as a risk for the spread of pathogens.
0: Look, we know this, but you don't need to actually
1: say nasal mucus. <laughs> it's we get funny. it. funny. It says, in light of the COVID-19 pandemic, safer alternatives have been proposed, such as using separate polls for each participant. So yeah, I just think it's a no, dumb... you just bob for them in Purell instead of water. Right, exactly. I just think it's a dumb... It's and because, because you could do thing. it. Like, because it's hard to do. It's hard to do. Why do I want to get my head wet when it's cold outside? <laughs> like, it's just stupid. <laughs> but, like, um, like, okay, popcorn balls. We've talked about candy apples. Like, popcorn balls. Why are popcorn Weird, balls in right? yeah. I don't know. Yeah. They have been forever. And I think maybe it's just because, maybe it's just because they're easy to make. I don't know. Because I've had them... Have you ever had like a cinnamon popcorn ball?
0: I don't. I don't think I've had like, a popcorn like that. Ball somebody in made it with like thirty rots. years. Okay,
1: so there's popcorn balls where the popcorn is still like full pieces of popcorn. It hasn't been smashed down. Yeah, it's just, Like yeah. lightly, but it's always stuck kind of together. Stale. But I've also had them where they're just like packed down super tight, and it's like biting into something solid, which oh. is insane. I just I remember eating all this stuff as a kid. I and would being just. Like, what the fuck? I'd rather
0: have a rice krispie treat.
1: Oh yeah, rice krispie treats are the best. Yeah, I feel like. When
0: it comes to fall treats, too, my brain always goes to, like, pumpkin pie and apple Mm. pie, which are more Thanksgiving, I guess. But when I think of fall treats, it's, it's about the pumpkin pie for me. I only started eating apple pie, like, maybe five years ago.
1: I for the uh, my favorite pie is chocolate chip pie and I I'll eat other pies but I'd rather eat chocolate chip and I don't like key lime pie at all.
0: N- no, when you say chocolate chip pie, do you mean like I mean the the, the Toll House? House pie. Yeah. But when you made it, is it really firm it's like, like cakey? It's melty. Or is it because my grandma would make it and I think it was a similar recipe, but it was like it's, it was the goo inside. It was goo. Yes. No, but I mean like liquid goo. Yes. It, okay. Liquid
1: goo. That's the Nestle
0: Toll House pie. It's not though. I've made the Toll House pie recipe, and it turns out
1: cakey every time I've done oh. it. Oh, I like my sister will still make it. Like when it's cold, it'll be solid, but you heat it up, you know, in the microwave, and
0: no, hers was like even if it was cold, it was still was still like goo, liquid like, like goo. But I don't know if it was that the recipe was different, or she may have like used yeah, maybe she just it that way. maybe she did it that way. My grandma was notorious for saving all her bacon fat and oh, using that I, to cook things. I, I
1: like it to be a little gooey, and then like. With Cool Whip on top.
0: Okay, see that Cool Whip is totally unnecessary. I don't like
1: ice cream with that one. I feel feel like like apple pie with ice cream or any cobbler with ice cream. I'm not a big fan of like sweet potato pie, pumpkin pie, like pumpkin pie and sweet potato pie. I'm not a meringue person. Yeah. So like in the fall, like mostly I'm here for the candy. Like. I, all of the candy, I will eat my mom's apple pie because
0: my mommy's apple pie is delicious. I have
1: had her apple pie. Other
0: like store bought apple pies. I just don't care for apple pie. There's a
1: caramel apple pie at Dearburg's. That's pretty good. (sighs) See, I'm not a big fan of caramel.
0: Like I just talked about the caramel Mm -hmm. apples and I think it's only because there's chocolate involved. Mm -hmm. But caramel itself, I'm not a big fan of. Um, But pumpkin pie was always my thing growing up. And then it, I probably had sweet potato pie the first time, maybe five or ten years ago, yeah. and decided, yeah, it's pretty good because it does taste a lot like pumpkin pie. Yeah. But a lot of times when I have it, it just kind of makes me want pumpkin pie instead. But yeah. candy, I don't know. Like, I I kind of don't care that much about candy. Oh, my God. Like, if somebody funny. hands me some, I'll probably eat it and enjoy it, but I don't really care. I want the, like, gooey cookies and brownies and stuff. Mm-hmm.
1: I trick-or-treating I always like we'd bring our candy home and like
0: you y- dump it all in trade dump it out
1: well we didn't really do a lot of trading oh that's sad but like we would dump it all out in parts so our parents could like inspect it because the whole razor blades and candy thing. Did they ever really inspect it, or did they just steal stuff? They inspected it. My dad. Would, my dad would also take some of it. Yeah, like but, I don't remember my parents yeah. ever actually but inspecting this anything. I, I remember hear them taking people they now like. they take the candy from the kids and then they dole it out over time. I'm like, yeah. what are you doing? Let the kids eat the candy. They right? fucking earn that shit. And not only that, most kids aren't actually going to eat it all all no. at once. Most kids. I'm not most kids. Oh, you just um I wouldn't it all. eat it all at once, but I did organize it into like I categorized it all, made sure like, you know, it it just felt good, you know, mm-hmm. to lay it all out and kinda see what I had. See my thing was always hoarding. Oh. So I would always it, eat mine. It I felt was probably
0: good gone that within the month. It felt good that I had it mm-hmm. and then I would hide it to make sure that I could keep it and then sometimes I would forget about it and just not eat it and like come next year i find my pretty halloween bag cuz we didn't have just like those stupid pumpkins mm-hmm. i had like a bag with like a battery I pack that lit up you know stupid pumpkins and i found i found the bag and it's like still full of candy <laughs> yeah.
1: we never i mean we never got that much candy like kids today like i feel like they come home with like so much candy
0: i don't know cuz like my neighborhood never has trick or treaters i feel like nobody trick or treats anymore i think they go to trunk or treats that's just fucking lame uh, it's safer. Lame. It's, it's not safer. It's dumb. I don't know. They I, should first of all. That's why. That's why Americans are so fucking overweight. Because you teach them from the get go. You don't have to walk around your neighborhood. That's too much. <laughs> just uh, go take a lap around the parking lot and come back I with a bucket of candy. I think it's about
1: safety. I don't know. Some. I'm sure there are neighborhoods where the I'm you, sure there are like neighborhoods where my the kids parents trick or
0: treating. Your parents go out
1: with you. They're not. You're not going to get taken. Well, I think it's just. Do you know the people who are handing out the candy? Kind of a deal. Yeah. They're your neighbors, and if you don't know all of them, so what? What are they gonna do? What are they gonna do? This from you, who I know doesn't know your neighbor. You don't know your neighbors. But what are
0: they? I talked to my neighbor the other day. Remember, I told you that I thought Mm -hmm. they got a puppy. Yeah. And when I was out running, I saw the adult neighbor, like the dad, with the puppy, and Mm -hmm. I was like, "You got a puppy?" And he was like, "I don't know why they did it." He was like, "Yeah, you know, our son, he's starting college this week." And the kids have always wanted it, he was going away. Mm-hmm. He said he's like he's going away to college, and the kids have always wanted a dog, so we thought we'd do it. And in my mind, I'm thinking, you waited until the oldest goes away
1: to get a dog. And
0: then he did say he was like, "I don't know that it was the best idea because mm-hmm. <laughs> he's like, I'm out here walking this dog yep. <laughs> twice a day because they only have one other kid. She's a teenager. like she she's can not going to dog. Oh, of course she can. She's I don't know 14 15 something like that she's yeah, not. She's, she's like, the one who I didn't know they had a dog until I saw her standing outside her house with the dog on a leash taking fucking selfies without mm-hmm, the dog mm-hmm. even. Mm-hmm. The, like it wasn't like I'm taking selfies with my new puppy. It was like I'm holding the leash of the dog but really I'm just trying to find the light right. for myself. Well, she obviously
1: didn't want the dog,
0: right? Uh, or maybe she did and she's just, you know, a self-involved teenager who, who doesn't always want it. But isn't a But anyway, I talked to him. But if the candy, like, you know what a fucking Kit Kat looks like. It's still in the wrapper. I mean, no, of course if you have candy that's not in the wrapper, you're not going to let your kids eat it. But what's not to trust? Do you think people are injecting candy with poison?
1: Yes. Well, you're fucking crazy. I don't think that. I'm just saying, like, the world's a different place. It's really not. When it comes to trick-or-treating, come on. You heard it here first. Let your kids trick-or-treat. You know well, what? Make Set them, 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 them out on their own. Make them. They don't need you. They don't need you. They're fine. Send him out with their older
0: brother. What's the worst that can happen? <laughs> he can light a candle, and they can bring back some witches from three hundred years you know, ago. No, the problem is that
1: he's a virgin. Really, he should have been having sex. Do you want to protect your kids? Get them laid so they're not lighting black flame candles and bringing back witches. I don't think that was the problem. I think the problem was that he didn't believe. It's all a bunch of hocus. There Pocus. are plenty
0: of virgins in that town, and they still did not light the candle. <laughs> cuddling
1: with this human flesh tome. Oh, Allison. <laughs> Alright, anything else about the hocus pocuses? The hocus pocus? No. Alright, watch it, but watch the first one first. And really just watch the first one. Yeah. The movie Virgins. Happy spooky season, motherfuckers! This is Leah, and I only have one thing to say, and it's that apparently Kathy and Jimmy couldn't make her face do the thing that it did in Hocus Pocus the first. So she did it on the opposite side of her face in Hocus Pocus the second. But maybe she should have just not done that, done that thing with her face in the second movie. I don't know. Second movie's bullshit. Second movie blows. Watch the first one. That's all I have to say about that. Good night and God bless.